Welcome to The Short Score, your weekly update of rope and news from around the industry, where you can find the latest on the sport from the pro rodeo ranks to the jackpot world. I'm Taylor Vollen, and I'm your host. Hello, everyone. It's your host, Taylor Vollen. Welcome back to another episode of The Short Score. I hope you guys are having a great start to your week, and I hope you're ready for the craziness of the fourth run because it is officially Cowboy Christmas. Don't forget to keep up with our social media and our website as we're going to be bringing you all the pro rodeo coverage you need, not just over the next two weeks, but all summer long. Today's episode of The Short Score is brought to you by Gold Buckle Horse Sales. Gold Buckle Horse Sale has come up with a process to take the guesswork out of finding the right horse, allowing both buyer and seller to find the perfect match with confidence. Each horse consigned through Gold Buckle Sales is professionally photographed, videoed, and demoed by a Gold Buckle Pro. Visit goldbucklehorsesale.com to learn more. There were obviously a lot of rodeos over the weekend, a couple of big ones too, so we'll kick this episode off with some pro rodeo results. Reigning world champs Caleb Driggers and Junior Nagara got the win at Reno Rodeo, really getting that summer ball rolling for them. They were 18.4 seconds on three head, taking home $9,247 each in the average, but they took home over $18,000 for the entire week after tying for second in the first round, placing fifth in the second round, and second in the short round. Pecos wrapped up two, and Casey two and Colton Johnson were 14 seconds on two head to take the average win worth $2,752 each. Eric Rogers and Paul Lees are keeping their hot streak going. They got the average win in Prineville, Oregon with 11.6 seconds on two head, taking home the $2,808 average check. Rowdy Jones and Gage Williams were 4.4 seconds in Dickinson, North Dakota at the Rough Rider Days Rodeo to take home the win worth $3,532. In Santa Inez, California, Jeff Lenikin and Tyler Worley were 4.9 seconds to win $2,780 each for their win. Last week on the short score, we introduced you guys to Colby Krieger, who sits number three in the Resist Our Rookie race on the heading side. And this week, we're going to introduce you to his partner right now, who's Rich Skelton, needs no introduction, the only eight-time world champion healer ever. And today, Rich is just going to kind of talk about their partnership and how it got started and what it's like roping with young kids. I hope you guys enjoy. He's a good kid, it seems like. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, I seen him around there last summer, and he went and wrote the boogie a lot of rodeos, and I seen him, and just kind of uh, asked if he'd sit down here and rope a bit, and he's, he's all about it. Awesome. So, um, what did Boogie have to say about him? Oh, he looks he good, and we, like we seen him, like I said, I just seen Boogie, you know, you know down there last summer, and he went to all the rodeos, and just uh, good, good kid. Mm-hmm. And um, have you roped with a lot of younger guys? Oh, I, I have them all come through here a lot. Um, you know, it's essentially live with me. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of younger kids in the last four or five years that I've been staying home that I've helped. And, uh, you know, and it just, uh, there's... Uh, Mason Russ comes up some, you know, there's, there's a lot of younger kids and it's, you know, it's pretty interesting to watch them rope and how the times have changed and things like that. Yeah. What's one of the biggest things that you've noticed in the younger generation? 
You know, it, it, the, the things that I've noticed, it doesn't matter if you're heading or healing, you know, it, nowadays when I, when I learn how to rope or heal, especially, I learn how to catch them all by two feet in a row. And it doesn't matter if you're heading or healing, I've noticed that they all won't throw past. Mm. I mean, it's not being consistent. I mean, they, they, I learned to ride my horse and rope and turn every steer. I mean, I had it for every heel. And I learned to, you know, turn every steer, you know, and with, uh, and with the, uh, you know, and heel. And, you know, it seems like all the kids, you, you go to clinic and the young kids, as soon as they get there, they want to throw. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to, you know, I learned how to catch eight or, you know, nine out of ten in a row. And nowadays, it's just like, no matter what you're doing, you know, even when you watch Breakaway, you know, at the, you know, I've been with Randy at the high school rodeo and junior high and, and seeing some of the kids I've helped, they all just want to throw fast. Yeah. They, you know, it's not, it's not, it, it, they don't, I learned to catch them all. Nowadays, their mind, it's your mind frame's different. Yeah, do you think it has something to do with just the availability of seeing those really fast runs all over social media just everything's fast right everything that's cool gets shared and they're the you know four second five second runs yeah i mean i tell everybody at the schools and you're exactly right i tell everybody at the schools the worst thing that anybody any any young guy can do is the first thing they want to watch is the, is the nfr mm-hmm I mean, that's the worst thing to me that they can watch. They need to watch the BFI and watch, you know, the bigger jackpots and learn how people ride their horse and use their horse. And, you know, nowadays, you know, I can go to a number eight rope and watch somebody cock the rope. I mean, all they get to do is go turn the steers. I mean, and that's just the way I grew up. And, I mean, it's just, it's a different mindset. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can see why somebody would want to go watch the NFR, but that's the the pinnacle of the sport right i'm just saying they pattern themselves after the nfr not and and they're they're trying they they want to be four when not when four eights is going to win money Uh uh-huh so it sounds like you've had quite a few kids at your place over the past few years um what do you enjoy about roping with the younger generation well it's just you know they're very energetic. It's very cool to watch them rope and and how they when they win, how they progress. You know, it's in, and see how you know and you know. But now I'm starting with kids that were 16 years old. That's get you know when I got to know with Rainy, and now they're 20, 20. You know, they're getting older, and you just see how the career, the career uh, you know progresses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, um, kind of coming back to Colby, he was talking to me about how his mindset before coming to your house was go to every rope and he could try to win every dollar he could. It just kind of almost like this, I don't want to say desperation, but a very intense mindset that, you know, might have him a little unprepared for things. And he was saying how your mindset is very methodical very practice forward, you know, you're going to be ready for whatever setup you end up going to. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, yes. I mean, that, that to me, the bottom line of that is, is 
lot of that I learned from speed over the years is that's how we practice. I mean, wherever we was going, that's where that's what we practiced for that setup. And you know, we practiced uh, you know whether it was going to be fast at the end of far or if it was going to you know with BFI. We would set, and his his idea was to make the practice harder than it was at home. So when you get to the uh, opener rodeo, it's it's easier. So it's you know it's all about how you set your practice up, and each horse is different. Each everybody every roper is different. You know if you have you know you got rope steers to that if you have a horse that's wanting to really run or whatever. You got to like work on your horsemanship, stop them, get them backed off the bridle, do some things like that, and then maybe run one or two that's that's fast, and then and make a run, and then and then maybe slow them back down. All about how you approach your practice. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do practices with Colby look like? The, the practices are good. They're getting better. You know, at first, you know, I think sometimes you you know you take a a younger man and and like I say they all want to just go fast, mm-hmm. go fast. You know, and I show him how to ride his horse and you know across the line and you know and uh, and learn to use, utilize his horse. You know, I know a lot of the the better better headers in the world. That's that's how they started. You know, when they started reaching, and then when they started figuring out how to ride their horses, they, then they become the best ropers in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about using your horse and having the right horse for the right situation. Awesome. Well, I'm going to ask you to brag on him a little bit. Well, I, I'll brag on him because he he has the uh, he has an unbelievable amount of ability. I mean, the rope. I mean, it's it's crazy. He can rope calves. He can head. He can heal. You know, and I've taken him a bunch of clinics with me, and, and he turns every steer and does a good job. And he's he's very, uh, you know, good to be around people. You know, and is you know, there's certain people you want to take and to the public and be. And he he fits right in. He wants to get along. You know, he's he's very easy to be around. Yeah, he was telling me how. He was going to get to ride some of the Reliance Ranch horses, and he was just super grateful and very excited. Right. You know, that's some of the things we go out there, and I, I work for Reliance Ranches, and and uh, when I'm at home, and, and he's going to get to ride some of those horses, and he's done a really good job, you know, uh, being able to change. It's hard, it's hard, you know, it's hard for someone to go from wanting to use your rope all the time to being able to utilize your horse. And those, like some of the horses, they have are really fast. And it doesn't do you any good to reach on them, so you, you have to learn to ride them and, and, and be disciplined. And he's, not, and he's adapting good. I love it. Awesome. Um, he told me a little bit about y'all's plans. Um, he said he was initially kind of gung-ho about rodeos and everything and now you kind of got him thinking forward more strategically for next year with the circuits and maybe getting into the top 40 um can you tell me kind of about how your like your perspective on that and why you're pushing for that for that um strategy 
Well, I mean, I've done this long enough. If you don't have your ducks in a row, and all the other guys do, you're just spending money. You're throwing good money after bad money. And it's you got to have the horses. I don't have the horses. I mean, I've bought a really nice young horse, but he's six years old. I told him when he come down here, he needs, I need a summer to get my horses lined out. He needs to learn to, to ride and utilize his horses at the longer barriers. And it's a building process. It's not, this is not a uh, two week uh, deal where you just do it and you take off and go rodeo. I mean, it's, a, it's just, you have to learn to, you know, utilize your horses. I have to put mine together and I have to make a living. I mean, I do schools, I do this and do that, and, you know, have my uh, things to be sponsors. It takes a very special young man to be able to do what I need to do because I, I'm not going to just leave and go rodeo because I have other things I have to tend to. And so when I leave and go rodeo, I want to have everything in our favor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when you're 21, the world is your oyster, you know? Exactly. You know, I have a daughter that's 19, and that, they want to just go rodeo. And, and that, that to me, that's where I try to help him is uh, where, where to take, where we're going to go over here and because you're, your horse is going to fit this situation. We may want a reliance horse to fit the other situation. But we just started roping, so we're just now getting in, into all that and working towards building a run and building, uh, you know, uh, you know, getting going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think he's coming around. It sounded like. I, I, I mean, I, that's one thing I've always said. I don't know everything about rodeo or team roping. I learned this, you know, like my horsemanship. I work on it every day and I work on all the, but. I've been to all rodeos. I know what horses fit every situation. I know. I know if you don't have the right horses and and have all your ducks in a row, especially nowadays, it costs so much money to go do this. If you don't, you know, have everything right, there's really. I mean, there's no sense in leaving home. Yeah, for sure. You need, you know, there, there's so many rodeos right here that you can go to and rope and be at home and and you know. Uh, make money and not have such expense. Mm-hmm. Well, and the talent today is huge. It's all, I mean, there's always yeah. been talent, but I feel like you have to be excellent to even and be that, cutting a check. Uh, yes, the times the time have changed. The horses have changed. The kids have changed. The, ta- the talent. It's incredible how, you know, with YouTube and, you know, like I said, I was coming off the schools. You got YouTube, you got all these, I mean, the ropes are better. The horses are better. I mean, everything is better. And so, and I mean, there's kids that, that's, um, you know, 12, 13, you know, 14 years old rope better than I do when I was 16 or 17. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy how good they rope nowadays. And it's all due to technology. Yeah. Really cool, really cool, and you—I bet it's fun for you to get to watch it all happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's very fun. And like you know, it's uh, well, Kobe—he's you know he tries everything I tell him and talk to him about, and you know, and uh, you take 
you take somebody with that much ability, if they if they want to uh, work to open and get better, he is going to you know be you know center you know before long he should be one of the uh, better hitters. Or you know nowadays you know to me when I was a kid running out of rope, there was everybody healed. I mean nobody healed. Everybody had it. And I can name you the best healers in the world on my hand. I didn't know them, but I, I knew who they was. And nowadays, there's, if I could drive them here to Steamboat, there'd, there'd be five of them that I don't, I don't know that look great. And nowadays, you know, the heading to me is what, that those guys are the guys that have the horses and are smart and can ride the barrier and use your rope and turn eight out of ten skiers. Those are the, those are the guys that are making them, the headers sets everything up. Awesome. And he, has, he has all the qualifications to be able to do that. You know, it just depends on you know, uh, uh, how far you need to take it. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to head over to goldbucklehorsesale.com to check out Gold Buckle Horse Sale. 